to our honeymoon special at Home of the Harvest. Today we are here to talk to you about how we can help you plan your once in a lifetime trip and inspire you with destinations from around the world of where you might like to go to on your honeymoon. For those of you who haven't met us before, my name is Gemma. And my name is Christine. And we are travel counsellors. Uh, just to give you a little bit of the background of who we are and uh, what we can do for you. Um, I've worked previously for a luxury tour operator, so I've got lots of experience planning lovely trips around the world, uh, tailor-made itineraries, adventure trips, beach holidays, uh, all sorts of different places that people can go. And I decided um, over four years ago, um, I decided to have a career change. And as I've been traveling around the world for about the last 35 years, I decided to actually become a travel counsellor. For those of you who may not know how our business works, uh, we work from home, which means we can be available for you at a time that suits you. We've got lots of different ways that you can get in touch with us and different ways that we can have appointments with you. So Zoom calls are definitely the best way mm. to do that, or we can meet you face to face for a coffee, or we can arrange a time to catch up with you over the phone. The first destination we're going to talk about this, um, today is the Maldives, and I'm handing this over to Gemma because Gemma's actually been to the Maldives and I haven't. So. I've actually been lucky enough to go to the Maldives twice. Oh, twice. Yes. So on the first trip, I went to um, what people would consider to be the main part of the Maldives. So um, the beautiful atolls where you've got all the amazing coral reefs and all the little islands dotted around. And then another lesser known place in the Maldives that people probably haven't heard of, which is a place called Garm, um, which is just south of the... Oh, no, I've not heard of that myself, and I'm in trouble. <laughs> it's an absolutely fantastic place to go. I'd say most for second-time visitors, uh, but it's a really lovely destination. There's a very remote island there, um, owned by the Shangri-La. Um, it's got a little golf course, and you get to go cycling around the island, so every villa comes with its own bicycle. Um, so it's a really fantastic option for those looking for a larger island. Um, for those of you out there that are thinking, what do I do when I go to the Maldives? How do I choose my Maldives island? Yeah, because I always think to myself, it's a little island, you walk around it, that's, and then that's it, there's, there's nothing for you to do. Exactly, and that's generally what people do think about the Maldives, but actually uh, there's so many different islands mm. to choose from, some which are those little postcard picture-perfect islands where you can just walk around. You know shoes, you know news. So you, you know, that's that those kind of islands. Exactly. So the types of islands were one that I stayed on in particular, um, beautiful island called Barros, very very um, luxury island, where we walked around and seven minutes later we got back to where we started, <laughs> and then decided well we'll try again. Maybe there's something we missed. No, it really did take seven minutes to, to walk, walk around, around the islands. Um, but there are those, as I say, those tiny islands where people go just to mm. kick back. No but shoes, you do have no the larger islands, don't you, that, that do cater for families as well as honeymoon? You do. So you have the larger islands, which are um, much more expansive, will have lots of different restaurant choices, they'll have a lot more facilities. Um, you'll have beautiful coral reefs that you can snorkel all the way along the island. And those islands you can take up to half an hour, maybe an hour to walk around. Oh, right. so, yeah. so there is space to stretch your legs and there is space to still relax without feeling like you're on a crowded island because there's still not that many people yeah. around you still get that paradise but for those who maybe don't want to have somewhere as small as i've said there are those larger islands that you can stay on as mm -hmm. well and 
when it comes to booking an island in the Maldives, there's so much to think about. Um, it's not just a matter of this is the island for you. It's about getting to know you, finding out your requirements. And that's what we'll do. We'll get to know you, find out what it is that you're looking for from that island. Um, and so if you came to me and said, we're looking for somewhere that's quite expansive, we'd like a choice yeah. of restaurants, uh, we'd like some snorkeling, we'd like to be able to do day trips, then I'd pick out three or four islands that would be suited if you came to me and said, we want somewhere that's idyllic, quiet, we're not going to see anybody, um, but we want a luxury villa with a private pool, and um, we've got a, a very contemporary taste, then we again, I'd find a couple of islands that would be right for you. So most honeymoon couples, whenever they, when I ever usually meet them, their first thing is always a water villa. Mm. What would you say about them having a water villa against having a beach villa? It's, it's difficult to say. Um, what I've always recommended in the past is it's what's right for you. Now, some couples that I've booked honeymoons to the Maldives have had the luxury of being able to do both. So yeah. if you're going for a 10-night stay, have five nights in a beach villa, five nights oh, in a water villa, yeah. and then you get to have the experience of both. I would say with a beach villa, you have that fantastic experience where you open up your doors, your sand is there, your toes are in the sand within a second of walking out, and then you're just a couple of feet away from the Indian Ocean where you can just jump in. But you can have your own pool as well, can't you, Beach Villas? Mm, absolutely. They've got their own um, pools yeah. and you want them with their own pools. But equally, if you're in a water villa, which I've been fortunate enough to have both experiences, <laughs> uh, but you have got that very unique experience of waking up, being over the water, going to sleep where you've sounded the waves, and you can just see fish swimming around in front of but you. But the glass floors, isn't I've seen them with the there glass are, floors. There are bits yeah. of glass floors which are phenomenal because you can just be sat having a cocktail of the afternoon and there's just fish swimming underneath. <laughs> I've got um, a friend that I was in the Maldives with and when they were having a shower, a stingray swam oh, underneath the shower lovely. because they had an outdoor shower at the back of the villa and the stingray just swam underneath um, as they were showering in the morning. So you do get those very unique experiences. And what about the food? Is is it buffet style or is it? Um, a, do, can you go to a restaurant and sit down and, and have a you know service? Different options. So some islands will have that a la carte choice, and you mm -hmm. can choose to uh, prepay for that on either a half right. board or an all inclusive. Um, some islands you can just pay for bed breakfast before you go, and then have that choice when you get there. Um, it depends in terms of what you want essentially do you want a bill at the end of your stay or do you want to know it's taken care of yeah, before yeah. you go other islands which are smaller uh, may just have a buffet choice but there are buffets out there that you wouldn't normally expect so we're talking about a buffet where your steak is cooked in front of you oh right so your tuna is yeah. cooked fresh from the ocean that it's just come out of that day and how do you get to the islands because i mean i know some of them that you get a speedboat and some of them um are actually sea you know seaplanes mm. it is it because is seaplanes is because they're further um away the islands or or it does, it does depend really. So mainly if your island is quite a distance, you will take a seaplane journey. And for example, a seaplane journey can be anywhere between 20 and 45 minutes, depending on the distance that you're going. If you do choose an island with a seaplane, I'd highly recommend it. It's one of the most fantastic yeah. experiences. Just flying over the island, seeing the beautiful colours of the water changing as you fly over. Um, it's a, it's a, almost like an excursion in itself. So I would definitely recommend it at least one way. Mm. And then some islands are only accessible by speedboat. Right. Um, so you'll, you'll jump on a speedboat. I went on one myself. It was like being James Bond. <laughs> um, 
did get a little bit wet, depends on how water... Should That's be the water. Say, what about all your luggage then and everything, is it? The luggage is well looked after. Oh, really? The luggage actually is a good point because sometimes it does follow you. So if they can't oh, right. put it on the seaplane or they can't put it into the speedboat, it will follow you later. Right. Um, so one of our tips actually for booking the Maldives is in your hand luggage, make sure you've got your bikini, your suntan lotion, change your clothes for the evening and your flip-flops so yeah. you're all set for when you get there. We well. mainly usually tell that for tips for any holiday that most mm. go on, isn't it? Just in just in case just in case anything yeah. happens you don't want to be like me who got stuck in Dubai airport um, with no luggage for 24 <laughs> hours literally in a five-star hotel in my airplane yes, so I remember that yeah yes. so yeah so it got it got stuck for so long I yeah. had to go shopping yeah um so you don't want to get stuck without those changes oh, well, shopping in Dubai I mean that's not that's not bad is it, it wasn't really? bad no. <laughs> it, was, it was worse places and worse things that I could have been doing with my time uh but yeah just a little tip there as well is there anything else that anybody needs to know about the Maldives? No, I think if you wanted to know anything more about the Maldives when you get in touch with us, um, we'll be able to talk to you. Yeah, as you say, because it's just a, a, a special. We can't give everything, all the information. As I said, that's why it's, it's nice, isn't it? Just that we'd like to give you little snippets of, of where you can go and what you can do. And, and then you can get into contact with us and we can then give you more information. So if we're moving on to um, some other destinations across the world. Um, why don't we talk about Bali? Yes, Bali is somewhere that you Yes, been. Bali is actually somewhere where um, I've been. It's a beautiful island. Always start at the beach. Mm. Um, the beaches are love, lovely mm. um, as well. And um, usually about four or five nights, I would say, um, on, on the beach. Usually always I'd say bed and breakfast. Okay. Because it's, it's so cheap to eat eat out okay and then you can experience the culture and their and and their food so that i'd always recommend bed and breakfast bed and breakfast okay. usually but then you can always then go up to uber that's where you get more of the traditional um hotels okay so you know when you've got all the vintage pools that look over the the the, the rain i've seen the some of these hotels yeah. so you've got the um the infinity pools and also aren't you surrounded by lots of the rice paddy fields yes you are so you can actually be sitting in the pool around the the the, the rice paddy fields wow. um there is um a really special hotel that you can actually go to if you wanted to do it on your honeymoon and that is where you wake up in the morning there's actually elephants in wow your your hotel um i mean it's it's once in a lifetime probably a couple of nights you mm. could probably stay 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 there but then you can obviously go to the much nicer five star ones but whilst you're up there you can go zip wiring mm. you can go um bike bike riding um there's um a national park so you can go to the national park oh, okay. so there's quite a well. lot of adventure there's quite do. a lot of adventure that you can actually do white water rafting oh, okay. i don't like water rafting while we were there um cycling so you can do cycling so you go you get on site and you don't just go through the paddy fields mm. you actually go through the villages oh wow so you can go through the villages you can stop um through the villages and talk to the the you know the Balinese people and usually there you can stop and they're, they're making all their silver their silver jewelry oh, fantastic so, so you can, can actually, actually immerse yourself you in can the actually immerse yourself well. into the culture they, their culture as well they still maintain um their culture it is a volcanic island so mm -hmm. there is um an active volcano that that is actually okay. um on there um it's usually or it's is very very active mm. but because it's active um, they actually make bricks 
out of the um, the la the lava really? flow. Wow! So they've actually got a brick factory that you can go and 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 see. That's there. interesting. And um, yeah, so, so if you actually see some of the brick houses, you'll probably see them. They are actually made yeah. out of the bricks. Right in saying Ubud's quite a cultural centre. There's lots of art and there's quite a lot yes. of history there as well. Yes, as the markets there that is. you can explore. Yeah. Yeah, it's a really lovely place to to visit. So you, you've got the beach is where, you, you know, you've had your wedding, you've gone on your honeymoon and to relax. But then you can also relax up, yeah. up in the in the rainforest, but it's always more to, to actually immerse yourself into the Balinese, you know, style. And if people yeah. are looking at hotels in uh, Bali, what type of accommodation? We've obviously said in the Maldives that you can have villas on the beach and villas with their own private pools what type of hotels could people yes expect these to are the same the, um you can actually have um tree they're not tree houses but they're houses that they're on, on stilts oh wow okay so you can have those and they overlook the um the rice fields hmm. or again you can have a really lovely um open villa uh, with your own pool it has a really lovely um sofas out, outside so it's all outside so you've okay. got your sofas outside your pool outside um again if you want them with um open you, you know your your shower outside they're they some really lovely so you can really have that honeymoon experience yes. that once in a lifetime yeah. experience you, you can be on your own in a hotel but also still be on your own fantastic as, as a couple yeah amazing mm. so it sounds like Bali's a really good destination for going somewhere if you want to as you say stay on that bed and yeah. breakfast but be able to go out and about and experience the is it just local food what kind of restaurants would you find no there I mean there is local food but then also there is you know the traditional there's traditional food but there's also uh European okay there's European food so if you're not into the spicy the spicy food then you can obviously then eat the european food or um like us when we used we went we would just sort of say to them well i don't like hot and spicy so they would just then change it so you didn't and i have a nut allergy as well so okay. therefore you just tell them that that's what and they will then accommodate well, that's, that's really good to know because I felt the same way when I went to Asia. Mm. I was quite concerned about um, going places where I have allergies and not being able to eat mm. necessarily the local food. So it's good for people out there if you're looking yeah. to book somewhere like yeah. Indonesia um, that you can go somewhere a little yeah. bit further afield and be a bit more adventurous. Mm. With the types and it's of not expensive out. either. No, it's, you know, it's it's not. It's very it's very cheap to eat out. That's why I said it's. It's really nice to just have the bed and breakfast. I mean, obviously, you could eat into the, in the hotels if, if, if you want to. And if you were flying out to Bali, it's obviously quite a long flight to get there. Uh, what would you recommend in terms of your flying options? Would you stop over anywhere along the way? Yeah, I would personally, um, doing it both ways, I would personally f fly straight to Bali okay and have that relaxing experience mm. so then by the time you've relaxed you then got the options of flying into Singapore so you can spend sort of say four nights into the mercy into the culture because Singapore is such a busy place mm. you know and, I, and it's probably quite nice that after you've relaxed for say for 10 nights it might be quite it's quite nice to get that hustle and you've always got the energy yeah. to go and really enjoy yeah. it and, and it is it, you know Singapore you know it is 
the, the culture of um, you've got in the Indian culture, Chinese um, culture there you um you immerse into the sh- shopping there's mm. always the lovely shopping um there's Saratosa, which is the island which the very first time that i went there was one hotel and that and, and that was that was it now it's just massive Saratosa yeah. islands where is it universal studios universal studios is there but also in um singapore itself you have um, the Singapore Zoo. Okay. But then the Singapore Zoo will also do a night trip. So you can go there during the night. So oh, you can wow. have a meal and then you can sort of walk around and see all the animals. Um, so you can have like night a nighttime time. safari experience. Yeah, yeah okay. they also put on um, a show for you as well. There's a bird sanctuary there, which is in 2020, uh, 2022. The bird sanctuary is actually moving to a bigger, is moving to a bigger place. Okay. So the, um, that is there as well. It's kind of west meets east as well, yes. isn't it? It's very cosmopolitan. Um, I've heard people say, I've not been to Singapore personally, but I've heard people say that if you love New York as a city where you can eat out and you can go yes. to the rooftop bars and you can have that city experience, Singapore's very similar it to is. that. It is, yeah. Yeah. And then the other destination is obviously Dubai. Now, you've been to Dubai. Yes. So you could stop in Dubai if you want You can to. stop in Dubai as well. If you're thinking about um, combining, again, Bali with a city, mm-hmm. um, Dubai is one of the destinations that you can fly via. Um, now, Dubai is very much a Marmite destination. People yes. love it or hate it. <laughs> uh, personally, I love it. I've been three times to Dubai. I think it's a really fantastic place to go. If you're not sure if you're going to like it or not, yeah. a stopover is a perfect way to discover if you do like it or you don't like it. Yeah. Um, and if you do, then you can go back maybe for a, a longer stay. You've got the beaches there that you can stay on. So you can almost have a city beach break um, as more of a short haul because it's only six hours from London, um, six hours from Manchester, and you've got Scottish yeah, so pubs yeah. as well. So it's a very easy destination for a, a holiday later on if you want to. Um but fantastic city, literally everything you can imagine. Um, it's got the, the gold souks, the spice souks. So you've got these fantastic markets, really colourful markets where you can go um, and immerse yourself in that uh, Middle Eastern culture. Fantastic opportunities for Michelin star dining. Um, but equally, you can go and pop down to the Cheesecake Factory in the you Dubai. You've got the Michelin star in Singapore as well. Yes. Isn't There's that a, the, that's the, isn't it the smallest Michelin the smallest star? Michelin star takeaway, very first one in the yeah, world. Yeah, There's a guy, yeah, isn't there, that's yeah, just got a street food yeah. store. We must try it if yes, you go there, I've been told. But Dubai, again, that I went indoor skiing while I was in Dubai. So you go from being in the middle of the forest to being in minus five degrees in, in the ski centre. Uh, shopping, of course, is world famous in Dubai. And you've obviously got the tallest building in the world, the Burj Khalifa. Okay. Um, it, it's a must-do. Um, you can see for miles and miles from the top of there. Absolutely phenomenal. You must pre-book that before you go. Oh, dude, it's, right. it's fully booked every day, so you must book a ticket. Um, or book it as part of a tour and then if you're with a tour guide you just get the queue um, oh, right. and yeah. you don't have to worry about queuing with everybody else as I said shopping is um, phenomenal the Dubai Mall is huge it's so big it houses its own aquarium um, so if you're a big shopper um, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a great place to go aren't we all big shoppers we all are I mean most of us <laughs> out there I'm sure, sure there's a few people out there thinking what else is there yeah, to do so as I said you've got the um, day trips that you can do and you've got the most fantastic experience where you can go out into the desert 
and you leave about three o'clock in the afternoon you jump into this four by four air conditioned because yeah. um, you do <laughs> you need, need it in Dubai yeah. um, and they take you out into the desert they let a little bit of air out of the tyres and they do dune bashings and mm-hmm. they literally drive over the dunes and you're rocking back and forth um, and it's, you're kind of but holding don't go, on. Don't you go from one surreal thing to another because then you go on camels. Yes, so <laughs> then they, take you, you, they yeah. take you out into the desert camp. Um, and when you get to the desert camp, you can do sandboarding, you've got camel rides, um, they do traditional belly dancing, they do a traditional show, there's a barbecue, so you sit on the cushions and there's shisha. and It's just a really fantastic yes. experience. It's kind of a little bit of adventure combined with mm. a bit of culture. But I always recommend that on maybe your last night because it's a really nice way to round off the trip. If you're looking for something that's not a beach break, if you're looking for something that is a bit more adventurous, a little bit more off the beaten track, something that maybe you wouldn't necessarily have considered for a honeymoon, um, then Canada is a really fantastic place. Obviously, we're all very aware of Niagara Falls um, and we can do city stopovers in Toronto and a few nights in Niagara. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the itinerary that I want to talk about is uh, the trip that you can do through the Rockies. Now, this is something for people who love their wildlife, who love to be outside, who love to um, immerse themselves in nature. Um, because, and well, for those people who love all that type of thing, photography as well, um, this is a really perfect yeah. itinerary. So um, you start by flying into Calgary. Now, Calgary is known, it's famous for its uh, yearly stampede. Um, but Calgary, it's, it's, right. a, it's a lovely little city. Um, you could stop there if you wanted to for a night when you arrive, just to kind of... Yeah immerse yourself in um, the local culture there um, lots of different bars that you can go out in with live bands and, um, and great food as well um, but the the key place that you really want to get to when you fly into Calgary is to the national parks um, and staying in Banff right now Banff is also famous for its ski it is a winter destination as well but this would be for during the summer months so looking at anywhere between May and probably October is the better time to be traveling. Either hiring your own car, or you can organize um, private transfers or shuttle transfers, whichever you prefer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you arrive in Banff. So as I say, it's a ski destination. So if you can picture the typical ski lodges, so lots, right. of, lots of wood and lots of beautiful places where you can stay with open fires and hot tubs um, with amazing views. This is That's the kind of destination yeah. that you're going to. Um, you spend two or three nights in Banff, again, just on a room-only basis, and then you can go out, have your pancakes for breakfast, um, have a good steak in the evening if you want to go out for dinner mm-hmm. in the evening or after a busy day. You just sold me on the pancakes. The pancakes. <laughs> Can't beat a good stack of pancakes and maple syrup. Canadian maple syrup. Canadian maple syrup first thing in the morning. Um, So you spend a few nights there and there's just so much to do. You can go off on, um, they're not safaris, but they almost are nature safaris. So they'll take you off and you'll go and explore. You might get to see the grizzly bears. You might get to see... So you arrange that for people. So once they're there, you can arrange that trip. We can arrange all of that before they go or we can um, put them in the right direction of a local um, guide once they arrive in the destination. Um, so lots of nature, lots of walking trails. As I said, lots mm-hmm. of places to eat out um, in the evening as well. And there's a place called Lake Louise, 
uh, which is, is world famous. You'll see the iconic photos of the mountain ranges and the big open lake. Yeah. Um, and you can go off and do kayaking on the lake as well. And that's just around the corner from Banff. So you can do that on a, on a day trip as well. But one of my recommendations would be the uh, trip that you can do that goes from Banff to a place called Jasper, which oh, yeah. is slightly further north. Yeah. Um, and that takes you through the glaciers and you actually do a glacier trip along the way. Um, so you can actually do kind of the skywalk that goes out. I think for somebody that's looking for something special, exactly. that they, they, they don't want to sit around for their two weeks or exactly. Day, it, yeah. It's to create those memories and to have that yeah. once-in-a-lifetime trip that although you can do this trip with children, and I've booked plenty of families to do this yeah. kind of holiday before, um, it is something very special that you could do just the two of you and, and just make the most fantastic memories. Um, one of my best friends actually did her honeymoon in Canada and she said it was just one of the best things that she's ever done and the, the photos that she's sent me yeah. um, are phenomenal the things that they've seen in the places that they went um, so you take this trip and they arrive in Jasper Jasper's a quiet town uh, but it's probably more of a stop off uh, but I would right. say you do maybe one or two nights there and again staying in lodges and go off and just exploring all of the nature and the photography that there is to do mm-hmm. there because each of the national parks is unique the highlight for me really is here is where you can pick up the Rocky Mountaineer. I was just going to say yeah. So the Rocky Mountaineer for anyone out there that doesn't know Mm -hmm. um, is an iconic train journey that you can do so you um, get on at Jasper and this train is not your typical type of train it's a very luxurious Mm -hmm. option. Um, There's three cabin types that you can book into and we've got the red leaf the silver and then the gold is the one I would recommend because you sit in these um, the, the train carriages and you have these big panoramic open windows. So as you're going through the Rockies on the train, either side of you, you've got the most amazing viewing opportunities, and lakes, the mountain ranges, and all the wildlife along the way. Um, and it's a luxury train, as I said. Well, yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> so you're on board for two days. So on board, you have all of your drinks, you have your meal service, so everything's included. Um, and on the first day, you'll stop in Kamloops, and in Kamloops, you'll get off the train, and you'll stay in a hotel overnight, and then the next morning, they'll pick you back up, back on the train and then you continue your journey all the way through to Vancouver Um, and then Vancouver is the last stop on the itinerary. Um, Have you been to Vancouver? No I haven't been to Vancouver. So I've not been either actually, I don't (laughs) know if it's on the bucket list but I feel like I've been the number of people that I've actually booked to go there. Yeah exactly and I've always you know when people have always come back they've always just said that train journey is just amazing because if you go somewhere by car you're driving and you don't actually sort of take any notice of the scenery whereas if you're on a train you're immersed into the scenery and, and you can you can see everything with and you know watch the world go go by and and take it all in as i say the trip ends in vancouver now just a note here you can go in reverse you can start in vancouver and yep. finish in calgary the train does go back in the other direction um but this way you end in vancouver now we've just spoken about cities like singapore yes. and we've spoken about cities dubai and i mentioned New York in there in Toronto. Vancouver, I've been told, is one of the cleanest cities that yeah. people have been to. Um, it's clean, it's safe, the food is 
fantastic. It's a real gastronomic centre. Mm-hmm. Um, you can actually do food tours. There's actually foodie tours oh, right. for anyone out there that loves their food. <laughs> As a city, it offers all the different things that you would expect. So you've got the aquarium, um, you've got the um, excursions that you could do slightly outside the city. There is the um, the bridge walk that you can go and do. Um, but I think one of the key things that people love to do from Vancouver is the whale watching. Oh, yes. So if you want to um, really have a fantastic experience here, um, whale watching is something that you can do. And I would highly recommend yeah. it myself. I've I've had everyone from, you know, children through to people in their 80s go and do this trip. Um, and if you want to make it even extra special, you can take a seaplane to where they board the boat as oh, well. Right. So you can mm-hmm. do a seaplane journey to get there. Um, and then you jump onto this little Zodiac boat and off you go out into the ocean. And if you're lucky, which you should be lucky enough at that time of year, um, you'll get to see orcas. Yes. Um, and the orcas will come very close to the boat and you might get to see other whales whilst are out there as well. Um, something I'd highly recommend to anyone that's going to Vancouver, along with everything else that you can do in that city. Uh, but for those of you out there that are thinking, yeah. my goodness, that sounds like an awful lot of activity. That's a lot of adventure, lots of moving around, all the walking and the photography and the nature. I might want to relax a bit um, when I when I finish that trip. What else can I do? So one of the places that you can do is you can actually fly from Vancouver then over to Hawaii. Um, and in Hawaii, you can then have that beach relaxation. And um, you're going to talk about Hawaii yes. because you've been there. Yeah. You've been lucky yes, I've been lucky enough to actually visit all of the, the um, islands in in Hawaii and yes it's a fantastic destination to um, relax on the beach um, it's obviously a big big surfing um, place to go to um, there's Pearl Harbor you can obviously um, visit Pearl Harbor um, most people are familiar with Waikiki Beach mm. because that's where um, a lot of the um, hotels are again I think it's everywhere I go it seems to be volcanic <laughs> It, it actually is and you can actually see that you can actually go and visit um up the top if it's not erupting mm. you, you can actually go again like you said you can either go by a four by four or you can go by a helicopter oh, okay. wow. and so you can actually do a helicopter trip if it's not actually smoking or anything you can actually go um go over it and you can actually see the lava coming down through into the into the sea and when it hits the sea the steam just literally just poofs up and the actually the island is actually getting bigger because the more it keeps lathering it down it's building but it's building up Oh, so the it, island's actually growing. The, uh, the island is actually growing because it's actually that it starts at the bottom and, and and it literally does still stay hot in the sea it wow. takes an awful long time for it to actually oh, um cool down um in the sea one of the trips that we did we actually did with um a native from hawaii oh wow okay and why he's a native from hawaii is your whole family has to literally come from hawaii mm. and if you if you actually come from there um they actually give you a house for free because oh, you wow. are an actual hawaiian and he took us on this fantastic trip mm. um, around here. So if you if you do go and you do f- to try and find somebody that is an Hawaiian, because they show you places that that the other trips can't. I guess they take you off the beaten track. They do, and the... yeah. And and they they they're the only ones that are allowed to still hunt wild boar. Okay. Um, they're the only ones that are allowed to still dive off into the sea with their knives in their in their you know and go and fishing with with that so that that's it's really nice that the the culture Mm. is still there so you can go and visit 
the places where they show you the culture. Yeah. But it's it's sometimes really nice just to immerse yourself into their um, absolutely. I would say into, that's yeah. that's definitely the best way to see yeah. it to have someone yeah. local to be able to it take is. you around. And if you were going to Hawaii, um, for anyone out there that's thinking which part of a Hawaii do do I stay on? Hawaii is made up of a few islands. So would you stay on just the one island? You can um, catch a plane or a helicopter. One of the islands that um, we visited, um, it's got the really nice old houses mm. and, and, and nice little shops there. And we then took a schooner out um, for for the for the for the afternoon wow. during the day it's usually again like you say it's for whale watching and, and and dolphin watching and the reason why we picked the schooner is because you can actually get up close right okay so they're allowed to actually get up close the same as the zodiac in yeah. um vancouver so yeah you it's a very small boat yes isn't it? yes whereas the big ones that you can go on um it, they're only allowed so far so you, you have to look through binoculars to actually f- see them okay and we actually had a baby whale come up oh, right wow. up against the the you know and then the mum was checking that it was because they, they they're just curious we sailed it back into harbour wow. so we left so we got pictures of us sailing that back into harbour so that that was a really nice trip mm. um we also took um a helicopter trip as well so that takes you um over to the islands and it takes you over to where all the waterfalls are and it all depends what time of year you're there because obviously um if you're there during the summer the waterfalls have got less you know coming down obviously in the winter it's they they do come down sort of the mountains there's lots more water in the in the mountains mm. but that was just a, a fantastic experience going around around the island it was something special it was it's something, something special yeah as i said in our is. previous episode i did that in reunion yeah. and it was whilst it was a little bit scary at first it because it's scary. a very strange experience yeah, <laughs> yeah um, kind of bobbing around in a yeah. helicopter on a little yeah. propeller um, yeah. it's an amazing experience and the um, kind of the g-force that you get where they yes they f- um, fly around and that you really get up close mm. to, to those yeah. places you but we see. also saw because they take you a, a bit you know along the coastal routes as well so of course again we saw whales and a perfect destination as well, not necessarily if, it, if we're doing the Canada trip we've just spoken oh, yeah. about, just a great honeymoon destination it in itself. Well, I'd always advise people, like you said, go to Canada first or stop in California, stop in Las Vegas, places like that. Of course, because mm. you've got the opportunity there, haven't you, to stop in Las Vegas, San Francisco, and um, you've got Los Angeles yes. as well. So for anyone out there that's thinking, oh, Hawaii sounds like a great place to go just for the honeymoon, not necessarily the Canada part, then we've got the opportunity there to look at city stops Yes, um, on that West Coast area. Again, a place that yeah. you've been to and you, Again, and you yeah, know San well. Francisco. Yeah, I've done, I've done the A1 route. So, um, yeah, if anybody's interested in the A1 route, um, California, I can talk to people about that, you know, and hire your own car. And that's just an amazing trip. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, let's go east again, shall we? I wanted to touch upon um, Thailand and Vietnam. Mm. Now, we've already recorded a previous episode, Travels of Thailand, which goes into lots of detail about what you can do um, whilst you're there and where you can stay. But one of the places we did want to highlight in this episode was um, the fantastic Elephant Hills. it's not somewhere that a lot of people have heard about, but if you are looking for a unique once-in-a-lifetime experience, we cannot express enough no, how much we love
does amazing, amazing hills. Yeah. Um, it has actually been awarded for the last two years running by Travel Councillors, um, our best yeah. supplier, um, because they are just the most fantastic people to work with. Um, the experience when you get there, you get to get up close with elephants, don't you? Yes. And you can go off and do kayaking through the jungle. Mm. Um, you can stay in overwater accommodation. You can stay in jungle tents. Um, it's just a phenomenal experience. So for anyone out there that wants to hear a little bit more about um, Thailand, tune into our previous episode. Um, yep. And for Elephant Hills, you can get in touch with us and, and we'll share a little bit more about you about this um, experience yes. that you can do. Um, also touching on um, Asia, we've got uh, Vietnam. So Vietnam, again, is another combination of adventure and beach. Um, it's somewhere I've personally been lucky enough to visit. Um, and again, we'll be featuring Vietnam heavily in a future episode. Of well, Vietnam and Cambodia, because I, I always think that you should combine Combine, combine the two. Uh, much yes. like I did when I yeah. was there, Vietnam and Cambodia as a combination. Yeah. Um, if you're already in the area, then, yes. why, then why wouldn't you stop yeah, in, exactly. in two countries? Yes. <laughs> um, so we'll be talking about that um, a little bit more in, in a future yes, episode, but mm-hmm. feel free to get in touch um, with us to, to help plan that itinerary if that's mm-hmm. something that you're looking for um, as a destination for your honeymoon. Um, and to mention Greece as well. Yeah, yeah also, um, obviously we haven't touched on, on, on Europe because there's, there's, there's too many destinations destinations isn't there to, to touch on but we would mention that one of the great destinations for your honeymoon is is Greece um, obviously Santorini is one of the places that people love to go but then you've also got all the other islands of Corfu, Crete and, the, and I thought we, we were going to do a special on that as well weren't we? yeah, were- on, on there will on, be a feature Greece. a feature episode um, mm. on Greece. As you say, you've got yes. those islands. Mykonos is, is a very beautiful yes. island as well. It's such a favourite destination of ours. We've been to Greece yes, so many have, times yeah. over the last few years. Um, and you can, you can hear a bit more about Greece in our episode, Villas and Homes Away From Home. Yeah. Um, Greece does feature a little bit in there, as well as some other destinations that you can go to. We can't touch on everything out there, but um, we've personally both been to Mexico, um, which is, again, a very popular destination for honeymoon couples, really wanting. The the, the Caribbean as well. And again, that was probably another special that we were actually going to do at some point, different Caribbean islands. Yeah, so if you stay tuned for Mm -hmm. future episodes, um, again, another destination, or another two destinations that we'll be featuring um, will be Australia and New Zealand now Australia and New Zealand yes we could literally sit here all day and talk to you about the things that you can plan I've personally booked 12 week itineraries um, for people going around Australia and New Zealand so Mm. for us to go into it I mean you can do both can't you in in the space of sort of four four weeks you can combine New Zealand and Australia as as, as you know together absolutely yeah. if you want New Zealand um, as a destination for your honeymoon then um, we're well placed to be able to help you put that yes. together whether that's on an escorted tour um, because we haven't actually mentioned yet that escorted tours are something else that we can book for you mm-hmm. um, so whether that's on a private basis or a group basis if you want to do something that's a bit more yes. sociable we can organise those for you all over the world. Um, again, we've just mentioned New Zealand, um, great place for a road yeah. trip. Um, and and you can, yeah, so you can do that. You can do that yourself in a car, Absolutely. well, car plane or, a camp, or a camper van, or a camper van. Yes, an Australia camper vans yeah. as well. Yeah. So there is so many things that we can actually talk talk about that you can actually do for honeymoons. You could go to Sri Lanka and then go to the Maldives. You could go to South America. We could do Costa Rica. Lots of people love to go on honeymoon, go on a safari, and then do a beach. So they go to Mauritius at the end. Exactly. Or, you know, or the Seychelles. We, there is just so many destinations. 
around the world that is special for people. But we wanted mm. to do today is to just bring some of those destinations to life for you mm. so that you can get a real feel about our experience having travelled to over 40 destinations mm. around the world between us. But one of the key things about booking your honeymoon with us is that you are talking to yes. the experts. We are travel experts. We have travelled the world and we can talk to you about our own personal experiences. And it's all about you. It's personal to you. Your honeymoon is a once-in-a-lifetime trip. Yes. It's not something that you're going to repeat. And we're here to make sure that you get that trip mm. completely perfect yeah. for no, two No of matter you. how big or how small. And mm. no matter whether you know where you want to go or you don't know where yes. you want to go. We've got our brochures yes, here in have. front of us. So we have our honeymoon brochure. We also have our Europe and Worldwide brochure. And our cruise brochure as well, if cruising is something that um, you want to find out more about. Mm. Again, it's something else that we can do for you. So if you would like to get a brochure sent to you then do feel free to um, get in touch you can give us a ring or drop us an email um, we'll get your details and we'll get that out to you and of course if you do want to start planning your honeymoon with us um, get in touch um, at a time that suits you and mm -hmm. um, we'll organize uh, to sit down with you have a chat as I say we can do that over the phone yeah. video appointment video face to face however that is convenient for you um, get to know the both of you find out what it is that you want to do for your honeymoon talk about your ideas we'll just find out about you and then we can make recommendations to places that we think would suit the two of you if you do want to find out anything about our previous episodes then all the links um, can be found in our social media as well so um, thank you for listening thank you for watching however you're finding us today and we'll look forward to uh, being in touch with you very soon thank you very much and goodbye <laughs>